Welcome back. Strictly Auburn, a new season, the 2023 season. It's 96 degrees out here, but it's still feeling a little bit chilly. I'm with my boy Connor King and my boy Jake Lazarus. Guys, Hugh Freeze is our new head coach. Jake, how are you feeling about the hire, and how are you feeling going into this new 2023 season? I mean, like you said, it is warm outside. I'm in short sleeves and overalls, but honestly, I'm kind of getting chills. I'm kind of cold. I'm so ready for Hugh Freeze to get his tenure started on the Plains. I'm ready. He's brought in some great transfers, some great recruits. 2024, a little look ahead, great team. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Saturday cannot get here soon. Can't wait. Uh, ever since Coach Freeze got to Auburn, he has the fifth-ranked transfer portal class in the country. He Crazy. brought in 11 four-stars, also 19 recruits in the high school class of 2023. That's a lot of new quality players, and that builds a winning culture whenever you look at the grand scheme of things. There's a lot of players that are hungry, and they want to start, and they want to play as much as they can. So I think we have a good squad coming in this year. I mean, yeah, you mentioned he, he knows how to win. One thing, he knows how to win the SEC, and he knows how to win against Alabama. Those two things are really important for – Anybody that's playing in the SEC and any in, in the Auburn Tigers. So I think, you know, those two points you mentioned are, are great points, Connor. And then I think another thing uh, Hugh Freeze brings to the table is his uh, new offense. Um, something Auburn hasn't seen like that in a while. So I think this new offense will see a lot of new tricks, uh, hopefully more touchdowns um, than last season because <laughs> I was bad. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see. I mean, you know, we got Peyton Thorne. We got new receivers like Jair Shorter, Shane Hooks. Jake, I just wanted to throw you a quick question. How are you feeling about this receiver room, and, and how are you feeling about Peyton Thorne? I mean, I'll start with Peyton Thorne, because Peyton Thorne, through spring camp, I mean, through fall camp, sorry, through media availabilities, through everything, he's passed every test to be a true starting quarterback 100%. in the SEC. He commands the huddle. He commands the media. He knows how to answer questions. All the coaches have praised him for his leadership, his, his humbleness, and just his personality. Yeah. All the players seem to love him, too. I've heard he's taken some of the players to play golf, and from what I've heard, <laughs> He's a pretty damn good golfer. There we go. What makes me happy is that Peyton Thorne's a true pocket passer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like it's been a few years since we've seen maybe a good pocket passer at Auburn. Uh, and we have lots of receivers, an entire new receiver room this year. So he has lots of options to throw downfield. I'm ready also to see um, Jay Fair, yep. guy that stood out through all of fall camp and especially through media. He's yep. just done really well holding himself, A, accountable, and B, I think he's going to hold a really big leadership just because he's – coming back he was his freshman last year made yeah. a couple big catches against Ole Miss um, but coming back and commanding this room he's going to be an Auburn true Auburn man in that locker room 100% yes, I think I mean another receiver or uh, tight end Rivaldo Fairweather is um I haven't heard anything short of amazing from him during fall camp a lot of good headlines so just look for you know Peyton Thorne to be able to really open up this offense and, and really sling it down the field um, another thing is some news dropped this Thursday afternoon from uh, Justin Hokinson that Jarquez Hunter actually won't be available for this game, this first game against the UMass Minutemen um, due to some university issues. But it's okay. We have, I would say, the one of the deepest SEC running back room or one of the deepest uh, running back rooms in the whole SEC. We have Damari Austin, uh, Brian Batie, and then we also got Sean Jackson back there too, and freshman Jamari, uh, Jamari Cobb. So, guys, how are you feeling about Demari Austin? You know, first game as a starting running back in the SEC. How are you feeling about him, Jake? I mean, Demari's more than capable of being a starting running back in the SEC. Yep. It's something that we will for sure see a year from now and two years from now should he stay on the plains until he's a senior. Yep. He's been a return man. He's capable of making guys miss in open space. He can catch passes out of the backfield, and he can take a hit. So yep. I don't see any reason why he can't gain some yards. 
We also have to give a little bit of credit to the offensive line too. Yeah, uh, they've developed time. and gotten a lot, lot better over the uh, past nine months. Brand new uh, offensive yeah, line. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, we've got yeah. a lot of guys from the transfer portal class as well. Yeah. I think no matter if it's Jarquez, uh, Damari, Brian Batty, or shoot, even Tank Bigsby, I think we'll be okay <laughs> with the new O line. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Tank Bigsby, that boy's at the Jacks now. But yeah, I mean, Connor, really great points. Brand new offensive line. I think you know if you're looking back at last season, it's kind of hard to do because atrocious last season but that offensive line was one of the worst I've ever seen in my time as an Auburn fan so I think you know if you're an Auburn fan looking at this offensive line you're gonna see a lot of a lot of positivity I would say a lot of you know a lot more time for the quarterback a lot bigger holes for the uh, for the running back so really excited on that front Um, you know new defensive coordinator Ron Roberts Uh, he's gonna lead this this defense Miniman actually Played decently against New Mexico State. They were just shy of 200 yards on the ground. Um, so you know, are we going to see a little bit of a little bit of competition on the ground? Jake, what do you think about the Minutemen and their rushing attack? Well, it came from all over. It came from their running back, who had I think 17 carries or 10 carries, and their quarterback also had yeah. double-digit carries. So it comes from all over. Ron Roberts has said, and quote, he said he's going to suffocate the run game. Yep. So expect pressures coming from all different parts of the field, whether it's coming from the first level, second level, and even expect some safeties to drop down yep. and bring some pressure as well. Um, yeah, suffocate the run game, and their pass game will suffer, ranked 133rd in FBS play last year. Yeah, We should absolutely destroy this UMass Russian <laughs> attack. I hope so. Uh, my dad is a New Mexico State alum, so I kind of follow New Mexico State football a little bit closely. And uh, New Mexico State's D-line is one of the worst in the country. Their, their defense as a whole is awful. Yeah. So uh, UMass going against Auburn's D-line will be a real test for them, and I don't think it'll be a problem at all for us. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we should be decent. I think the weakest part on our defense is our our um, you know our defense on the on the rushing, our defensive line and our, our linebackers. We have a lot of new heads on on that side of the ball. Um, you know, guys like Larry Nixon and, and Austin Keys. Those two guys are transfers, and then a couple of transfers on the defensive linemen. So I think for this first game, you should see you know a little bit of breaking in for the defense. But one thing I know that we are stacked in is our corner or cornerback room and our, our safeties. Two guys that we're bringing back are two studs that everybody in Auburn should know, DJ James and Nehemiah Pritchett. Jake, go ahead and break down what you're looking forward to see from DJ James this season. I mean, DJ James at the end of last year was absolutely locked down. Basically, since he went head-to-head with Joey Porter Jr., who is going, I mean, NFL guy, first first uh, corner taken in the draft for sure. Mm-hmm. I want to see D.J. James play like he did last year. Yep. I want to see D.J. James continue how he finished last season. Yep. I want to see him be able to play press man and be dominant and force turnovers. I know he had one interception last year. I want to see him build on that and be able to make, uh, sorry, jump on some, whether it's curl routes, slant routes, just trust his instincts, yep. jump those passes, force turnovers, play him to be a first-round corner. Yeah, I want to put a little spotlight on Nehemiah Prickett as well. Uh, he's, he's so good at breaking up passes and just 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 track clocking whatever it is on the field. Uh, he actually said that he loves the new defense and he feels really player friendly. And he said that he can sometimes play at nickel while Keontae Scott plays a corner. So that really shows you how good our uh, DB room is and they can kind of float wherever they need to and just kind of have a really good player friendly defense. Yeah, I mean, just look out for this defense. Uh, a lot of playmakers on that side of the ball. Um, you know, DJ James, Nehemiah Pritchett, Keontae Scott, and then you know another younger guy, Cam Lee, that should be making some headlines here soon. And then another freshman that's highly touted, five-star kind of guy, Keldrick Falk on the defensive line or defensive end. Um, a really guy, a really good guy that I saw make a lot of headlines. 
um, during the fall camp. You know, I personally had to see, got to see DJ firsthand in high school, and let me tell y'all, he was an absolute dog. And then once he sit, once he starts going, he really doesn't stop. So look for him to uh, to lead the team. I mean, who y'all looking as a playmaker on defense to to, to lead the, the defense? I know DJ James probably will, but. Um, maybe more of like the, uh, in a safety role or like a linebacker role. Who are y'all most excited to see Saturday? Well, I, I, I mean, I don't know if he's starting. I don't know if he's going to run second string, but whoever it is, Cam Riley. Yep. He's a dude who went out and had double-digit tackles in, in a bunch of games last year. So yep. he was full. I mean, we said it a bunch. He flew around the field. He went sideline to sideline, could play in the box, could play outside, could play up top. He can play everywhere and flies around the field. So Cam Riley's a guy to keep my eye on. I like Keldrick Falk. Uh, he's, yeah. he's a young guy. He's super hungry. I know he'll get a lot of time on Saturday. Uh, hopefully he'll grab a few sacks, you know, uh, just really stop and break down the UMass run game. Yeah. Uh, I think that he'll be starting by, like, week three, week four, week five. Uh, I think that he's an amazing athlete, and he'll get a lot of field time on Saturday. Yeah, I'm excited. So the first game that we kick off the 2023 season, 2023 season is against the UMass Minutemen. Um, I don't think I have to ask this question. We all think Auburn's going to win this first game. But what I do want to ask y'all is, what's y'all's season predictions for, for this 2023 season? Um, Jake, I want to start you off and, and, and get your insight on how many wins and losses do you think the Tigers are going to have this season? I'm expecting a 7-5 and five season. Anything more than that's a plus. Anything less than that is a disappointment in my eyes. 7-5 okay. and five in Hugh Freeze's first year, and, and to me, would be a great success from where we were just a season ago. I don't think you can expect wins over Alabama or Georgia. I don't think you can go into the season expecting to win in Baton Rouge. And I think there's a couple more games that get dropped in SEC play. Not to say that we can't flip one of those, but starting now, before game one, I think it's hard to expect to win those games. I think that's okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Connor, what do you, what do you uh, think? I have us at eight and four. I also have us losing to Georgia, LSU, and Bama. I, I'm going to say a toss-up between A&M and Arkansas, uh, just because I think one of those road games will be a little shaky. Probably the A&M game, because it's more early in the season. Okay. Uh, but besides that, I think we should be able to take care of all of our out-of-conference play and the rest of the SEC slate that we have. Cool. All right, let me give you all my, my nine and three reasoning on, on why I think Auburn's going to go nine and three. Um, so if y'all have seen Strictly Auburn before, you know I'm like always always positive, maybe too positive on Auburn. But the reason why I think Auburn's going to go nine and three is because you know this is hypothetical, obviously. But you know we start off four and zero. Uh, you know we win our all three non-conference games, and then we go into Texas A&M and win that game. We have a lot of uh, positive outcomes. In, t- in College Station, so I think we can go in and steal a win from Texas A&M. Um, so that leads us at 4-0. Going to, into, into Week 5 against Georgia at home in that Auburn crowd, possible game day situation. Hopefully it's a, it's a night game. I know Jordan Hare is going to be freaking berserk. Absolutely nuts. I mean, Jake, come on. Tell me you can't expect <laughs> Jordan Hare to be rocking on that night. Come on. Give me something there. I mean, even if we're 3-1 and one heading into that game, that, yeah. game, that, 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 that crowd's going to be electric. I'm, I'm excited, and it's five weeks away. Yeah. yeah. This is a true Auburn man right here, always having hope in the true Tigers. True Auburn guy. So I think, I think we'll lose to Georgia, but I think it'll be a close game, so that I think we can still carry some momentum from that loss. And, and, and to, uh, who do we play next, Ole Miss? Or is it one of the... Um, it's Ole Miss. It's Ole Miss. So, yeah, I think we can beat Ole Miss. We uh, should have beat them last year at Ole Miss, and we got them at home this year. Um, and I think we're just a better team than them. And then we take on Mississippi State, which is another Mississippi State game. Uh, a Mississippi team, I think we can win that. 
And then the only other two losses I have is LSU at Baton Rouge, which is going to be a really tough game to win. Bo Nix pulled it off uh, our sophomore year, which is pretty much magical. And then um, I think our third loss is going to be to Alabama. So um, those three losses are pretty good losses, but I think Auburn can pull that off. So, um, yeah, I think 9-3 is a little bit maybe unrealistic, but I think Auburn can pull it off. Are we winning our bowl game or – Shoot. I think that might be too early. <laughs> yeah, 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 let's hold on. It's we're we're not we're week one, Connor. Let's yeah, chill yeah, out a little yeah. bit. All right, guys, we got some game predictions. First one on the list: Colorado at number seventeen TCU. Jake, who do you got? Coach Prime first outing is Colorado's new head coach. I think they stumble in week one though against a team that just played for a national championship mm-hmm. last season. I think TCU wins week one over Colorado. Right. Yep, I see TCU winning by two or three touchdowns. I don't think Colorado is ready for this test yet. Nah, a lot of eyes on this game, but yeah, I got number 17 TCU taking the dub. Next game on the list, North Carolina versus South Carolina. Jake or nah, Connor, I'll go to you. Who do you have? Uh, I have South Carolina. I think Spencer Rattler is going to have a really good game. Uh, I don't think North Carolina has the juice, so give me the Cox. All right. Yeah, it runs in the family. I got South Carolina game Cox, but Drake May definitely in for another Heisman campaign this year. She said, do you? No, nah, I was playing. Yeah, I got my boy Drake May. Finna take that dub. North Carolina's going to sweep him. Let's get it. Next team on the list, West Virginia. At number seven, Penn State. Should be an easy one for you guys. Connor, who do you have? Uh, Penn State. The home crowd is going to be booming over there. Yeah, sure. I got Penn State, too. James Franklin's entering his 10th season as the Nittany Lions head coach. I got no reason to say that they're going to lose this game, so Penn State by a million. Yeah, clean sweep for me. I got number seven, Penn State, taking that dub. Next one we got number nine, Clemson versus the Duke Blue Devils. Riley Leonard, starting quarterback from 251. Jake, who do you have? I mean, Duke's really getting thrown into the deep end this week. Yeah. First, the ACC test. I don't know if they can swim. I think they'll drown a little bit. I think Clemson steamrolls Duke week one. Riley Leonard and company will pull off the upset in in North Carolina. Uh, give me Duke Blue Devils. It'll be a super close game, but I do think Clemson falls. Yeah, I think, I mean, we, me and Connor both have seen Riley Leonard do some crazy things in high school, and then, you know, he just carried that momentum from high school to college. So I think the Blue Devils take this one. Sunday night college football, let's get it. Number five, LSU versus Number eight, Florida State. It was a great game last season. Connor, who do you have in the 2023 season? I think LSU will get their revenge this year. Uh, right. They have a complete team. Jen Daniels is back. Uh, almost every single position group at LSU is loaded. Uh, give me LSU in a super close game. All right. Or Jake, who do you got? I'm ready for a Jordan Travis Heisman campaign. Oh. It, all, it all starts week one against LSU. Last year was the difference of an extra point. I think this year it's going to be the difference of a touchdown. Give me FSU. Man, this is going to be a tough one. I watched Josh Pate earlier today. He said it's going to be a coin, coin toss kind of game. But my, my heart's leaning towards LSU, so I'm going to have to take the Bayou Tigers for that one. But that wraps up our game predictions. Guys, I appreciate y'all tuning in watching our first episode uh, of Strictly Auburn. And, you know, I just want to remind y'all we'll be posting every Friday at 7 a.m. And then we'll be doing a little game prediction or game reaction on Sunday. Y'all check out our Twitter, at Strictly Auburn. And then if you want to watch or listen to the podcast, Go to our, our Spotify, and then, Jake, you have anything else? I got nothing. I'm ready for Auburn football this Saturday. Let's, Let's go. go. Connor, you got anything? War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle.